We are running a newspaper, not a school for revolutionaries. Enter the race. Enter your own car. We are running a newspaper, a newspaper, not an automotive agency. Are you afraid of losing? Give me the money and I will enter the race. I despise suffragettes. You see, you can't discuss it. And that's the problem. Women have to emancipate themselves in order to emancipate men so they can emancipate each other where it counts the most. $50 for every exclusive story of the race I send back and $100 for every photograph. Have a cigar. Hello again, this is Mike Haber and Mike Mezgleski and welcome to another episode of the Jim Church School of Digital Underwater Photography. As we mentioned last week, today we'll be introducing a new feature to our podcasts, one we'll be calling our Shooting Situation segment. In this segment, we'll select a single shooting situation and break it down for you. What we hope you'll take away from this piece is an understanding of how you might deal with a similar circumstance when confronted with it. Each shooting situation episode will be illustrated with photographs. This week, you'll need to go to our website, www.jimchurchphoto.com, and click on the podcast tab at the top of the home page. Then go to the July podcast page where you'll find the link to this podcast. Two weeks ago in Little Cayman, Mike had a spectacular encounter with a turtle while preparing to photograph a human model at one of the dive sites along Bloody Bay Wall. Today, Mike will take you through the process of modifying his model-only plan in order to include this very accommodating visitor into the shoot. Remember, you can review some of Mike's photos of this encounter on the Podcast 17 page on our website. Thanks, Mike. This series of shots took place, like Mike said, during our photo class aboard the Cayman Aggressor. We were at a dive site in Little Cayman called the Meadows, and one of the crew members asked me if I would take a few photos of her so she could send them home as a birthday present to her mom. You know, the crew do a lot for us and the guests during our trips, so I was more than happy to do something back for one of them. We had just come back from the first morning dive at this site, and I remember several setups on the wall where I was helping a few of our students. Those spots would definitely work for these photos, so I got out my D70 and housing and set it up for the shoot. Now I immediately chose my Nikon 12-24mm zoom. It was the best lens I thought for these shots that I had in mind. Anything wider, like the 10.5, it would be too wide for a good diver portrait. And anything longer than the 24mm, and it might not be wide enough for the composition I had in mind. So the 12 to 24 behind my dome port, it was. I also decided on two strobes for the shoot. Knowing I wanted to get all of Denise's face lit properly, and realizing that I would probably have a sponge or some other colorful subject very close to the camera requiring a different amount of light, two strobes would come in very handy to balance that lighting situation. So I hooked up two strobes to the housing, put fresh batteries in each one, and test fired them both individually and in unison, to make sure everything was working properly. Once I was satisfied it was working okay, 
I popped in a fresh memory card and checked it to make sure the camera recognized it and that there were no photos on it, and then I formatted it anyway just to be sure. When I was certain my camera equipment was ready to go, I went over to Denise to talk to her about the shoot. We reviewed some of the hand signals and I told her how I might want her to pose for some of the shots. I also told her that I, I might even call her over to look through my viewfinder so she could see what I'm seeing to position herself better. We then both suited up and got in the water on our quest for the perfect birthday shot. And that's when the plan changed. As we were heading down the wall, I turned back to see the aggressor in the background on the surface. I thought, why not show mom what her daughter's office looks like? So I signaled to Denise to slowly swim horizontally, and I took a few shots with her with the boat in the background. We hadn't thought about this at the surface, but when the scene presented itself to us underwater, we were able to add it to our shot list. After a few shots of the boat, we headed back on our original path. Think we're going to go right to those sponges? <laughs> well, think again, because this time we were taken off the path by something special, a turtle. When we turned away from the boat, we turned right into a turtle heading for the surface. I recognized why he was heading there. Well, he needed some air. So I looked at Denise and gave her the wait signal. She knew exactly what was happening. And if we were to have a chance of shooting some photos with the turtle, we couldn't appear as a threat. Chasing after it, especially as it was going to the surface for some air, would not be a friendly thing. So we both waited and watched as the turtle broke the surface about 40 feet above us. While the turtle was grabbing about 10 breaths, I set my camera up for what I thought the shooting situation was going to be. I started by metering the blue water at about a depth of 25 feet. That seemed to be the depth the turtle was cruising at just moments before. I also set my right strobe up to half power and my left strobe to quarter power based on the distance I thought I'd be from the turtle and Denise. I then checked my zoom control and set it to its widest point. That was my default setup. If things went differently than I was planning, well, I was ready to adjust for it. When the turtle started his descent, Denise and I started moving parallel to the direction he was heading. She wound up lower than the turtle and I wound up higher. I took a few downward angle shots before we started a Blue Angels maneuver that ended up with all three of us at about the same depth and all swimming in the same direction. The turtle did not appear threatened since he let us swim with us for as long as we wanted. Now on those downward shots, I had zoomed my lens out to the 24mm setting. As I was able to approach closer, I could zoom back to the widest setting. The turtle got so close to me, I had to hustle to keep away from him. Kind of made me wonder who was trying to snuggle up to who. Denise and the turtle were just great. The turtle was not threatened and cruised along, letting us move all around him. Denise kept right up, looking at the turtle, looking at the camera, varying her body position to give me different angles to shoot. After some really great shots from the side and head on, I dropped down underneath him to shoot some silhouettes. I turned off my strobes and set my exposure for the blue water, metering about 45 degrees away from the sunball. I didn't want to make the mistake of letting the blue water go unacceptably dark from metering right into the sun. Once I was set with the exposure, I started a series of verticals and horizontals of Denise and the turtle in silhouette. Well, we stayed with the turtle for about five more minutes and then let him continue on his path while we moved on to the sponge shots. Seemed kind of anticlimactic at that point, but the sponges were on our list for mom, so off we swam to them. After taking about three different series of shots, 
who should happen to swim by but another turtle. It seemed that fate wanted us to continue shooting with turtles, and who are we to deny fate? Off we swam to see if this turtle was as cooperative as the first. Now we quickly found out that we definitely did not have a camera shy turtle, and we were able to get another series of great shots. Technically, it all worked super. The 12-24 was the right lens for the job. Using two strobes was certainly the right choice. There were times when the turtle was right next to my dome port and Denise was two to three feet behind. I set my turtle strobe to quarter power and the strobe aimed at Denise to either half power or full power. It could have been done with one strobe, but not as well. In some cases, because the situation was changing quickly, some of the exposures weren't quite perfect. But because I was shooting in RAW, I was able to tweak those exposures to bring back the image that I had envisioned. This was one thrilling dive. Even if nothing had come out, I would have had some great memories of my turtle wrangling adventure in Little Cayman. But then again, Denise's mom would have been disappointed, so I'm glad I checked everything out before heading into the water, and I'm especially glad I was able to adapt to the changing situations as they presented themselves. I want to thank my dive buddies as well, the two turtles that we had on the uh, wall, and also my dive buddy Denise. Thanks a lot. I hope your mom liked the shots. It really doesn't matter what surprise visitor invades your photo shoot. It could be a shark, a green moray, or even a felicitous dolphin that suddenly appears. Mike's description should help you become more adaptable to the unexpected bonuses we're often presented with. Underwater photographers need to follow the simple wisdom of the Boy Scout motto, be prepared. As always, we enjoy hearing from you, so please continue to send us your ideas for future podcasts. You can do this by emailing us at podcast at jimchurchphoto.com. Remember that you can get the archive of all of our previous podcasts on our website by clicking on the podcast button at the top of the homepage www.jimchurchphoto.com Until next week, this is Mike Haber and Mike Mezgleski and we'll be seeing you on the next podcast. Red sky! So what? Gonna be a storm. What are you talking about? Red sky in the morning, sailor take warning. Why, you thimble-headed gherkin, do you realize the odds against the storm in this part of the ocean at this time of the year? No, what? Hundred to one!